Welcome to the podcast Behind the Counter with your host, me, Heidi Blum, also known as the Food Czar. I was born and bred in Livingston, New Jersey, and I have seen firsthand over the past few years how food and the people behind the counter can bring a community together. We all have a story. We all have an appetite. Each episode will explore the thread between food, people, and community and the stories that weave them all together. So let's get behind the counter and dig in. This is Behind the Counter. Behind the Counter. With the food zone. Here's Heidi. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Counter with the Food Czar, which is me, Heidi Blum. So today is an interesting one. I am sitting at one of my favorite restaurants in Livingston, which is Rolls and Curries. And if you haven't been there, then you should definitely go. Um, But this one, this episode has nothing to do about food, actually. This is the first episode that I've had that has two different guests, or three different guests, I should say. It's two different microphones, three different guests. I don't know how you say it. So without further ado, I'm sitting with Livingston royalty in my mind, two generations of Livingston royalty. We have Sandy and Len Goodman. I feel like there should be applause coming from somewhere. Yeah, right? (laughs) And Melissa Eisen. So uh, for those of you that don't know either of them, then are you really from Livingston? <laughs> I think I should say it that way. Um, okay, so let's let's get down to it. Sandy and Len, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Okay. Uh, the main reason why we're here um, is without you, both of you, and without your brave, courageous daughter, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about cycle for survival, right? So let's discuss the origins of cycle for survival. Okay, cycle for survival. Uh, was begun after Jennifer um, was diagnosed with a very rare form of cancer. Uh, it was so rare, in fact, that not only was there no cure, but there was no regular treatment for it. It was basically throw something at a dartboard and hope something sticks. So she knew from the very beginning that her prognosis was very, very poor, uh, and she decided that she wanted to do something to make sure that other people with rare cancers um, wouldn't go through exactly what she was going through since there was no money at that time for rare cancer research. So when Jen was being treated by the people at Memorial Sloan Kennedy Cancer Center, she wanted to give back to those doctors and researchers who were trying to help her stay alive. So one day, true story, she was in a bar. She had a back of a napkin. She and her one of her trainers thought of an idea and they started to write it out. And then Jen and her David, husband David fleshed it out and they started Cycle for Survival. The cycle survival was started in 2007, so we're now in our 17th year. It started out with the idea that $10,000 would be raised and it would be a one-time event. And it turned out that here we are 17 years later with over $325 million raised, every penny of which goes for cancer research. It started in New York at a Equinox. Jim Equinox is a founding partner and a great founding partner. Um, it started there in where Jim was, Jim was, in, was an Equinox gym. It started there, and uh, when it came to New York, um, basically through the help of Jeannie Silberman and the Beckers, uh, there was their idea to get something to go in the community center. And that was the first thing we had in New Jersey, and then it moved to the Equinox over in Summit when that opened up. And do you remember how much the first event raised? 
In New York? Yeah. yeah about $250,000. Wow. That's incredible. So now I'm going to shoot over to Melissa, who uh, at 29 years old, am I correct by that age? Um, And that's why I think this is so amazing. Um, You have become a little fundraiser yourself, (laughs) I think, for Cycle for Survival. I have. My first year participating in Cycle for Survival was in 2015. I was actually still in college. It was my senior year of college, and I came home for the ride. My family, my mom and Karen Levine and a couple of other members of my family had been participating for a couple years already, and I wanted to participate, and I came home in 2015 and rode that year, and I have been riding ever since. This is my ninth year participating, and our team which was called Spin Hope and Cure and has since been rebranded to Ellen's Army. Which I love, by the way. Thank you so much. We love it, too. We are on the road to a million dollars raised over the course of our entire participation. I believe now we're hovering right around $800,000 and I w- in, to- in totality. And I was hopeful that we would hit a million this year. I'm not quite sure if we will, but if it's not this year, it'll be next year for sure. That's terrific. I mean, that's incredible. Beautiful. So the reason I thought this was such an interesting thing is, number one, I mean, look at the Livingston roots sitting here, right? I mean, Cycle, you know, we are strong. We are a strong community. Yes, we are. But Cycle for Survival is a community within a community. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Right? For the one day that the event happens, for people who have not attended a Cycle for Survival event, Mm -hmm. or even if you haven't, you know, been on a team, sometimes people just go to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, We encourage that. Yeah. Like very much for everybody who's listening to come and watch whether they're participating or not. So I think um, for me, and I think I said this to the Goodmans on the phone when we spoke, is it is a day that you give people, or really Jen has allowed Mm -hmm. this, I mean, this is her thing, to give people, we've all been touched by cancer, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. but you see people on that day crying, laughing, Mm -hmm. screaming, hugging, Dancing. Dancing, celebrating, honoring. I mean, every adjective you can think of. Yep. In that is in an adjective, adjective <laughs> yeah, verb, verb. But I was an English major, is. by the way. I should uh, yeah. know this. I, mean, I don't know. Dad, if you're yeah. listening, I'm sorry. I, I know you paid yeah. for that degree. I was going to say I thought I wasn't good at math. I might not be good at grammar <laughs> either. But not. fine, it doesn't matter. I'm good at speaking. But I mean, it's it's a movement, and yes. it is um, a way for people who have, you know, been touched or who are grieving, who are mourning, who are remembering, who are whatever the word is mm-hmm. to. Uh, feel what they want to feel on that day. There's another additional byproduct that we're very, very thrilled about, and we didn't anticipate it. So here you have a venue, people come together, they become bonded, they become Mm -hmm. friends, they support each other, they tell each other things like where you can get away, Mm -hmm. they give tips on how do you deal with chemotherapy, and they're now friends, and they see each other during the year. This is a phenomenal aspect of our event, which we didn't anticipate. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. And that's so true, because some people join teams, Mm -hmm. just they don't know people on their team, right? And they, um, I mean, is there a, a way people can join a team? Yes. Absolutely. They, they can go to cycleforsurvival.org, and all the information is there for them to join the team. Um, they can if, they need, if they need help, they can call us, um, and, and we'll help them uh, get through it. Mm-hmm. We'll give them the people that will help them get through it. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a um, phone number. Well, there is a phone number, and, and we, we're happy to help them if they don't want to. They have to do it quickly because I think registration stops. The 29th of April. 29th, and we actually are sold out. 
but we always can find some extra bikes that people That's want. a good I'm problem sure. to have. That is Sold a good out is a good problem so, to have. So this year's event is on, what's the date? May 6th, Saturday, from 8 o'clock in the morning until 5. Uh, people normally arrive about 7.30 mm -hmm. to get themselves prepared, so at 8 o'clock, they're, yep. the, they're on the way. And we have a fabulous, fabulous MC this year, we, one of my favorites, yeah. Alex. And uh, we're hoping that teens in town will pick up the slack at the end of the day <laughs> and... It's good. Where where are the events this year happening? Two. Equinox? They're no. happening all over the country. Right. Um, there are, I think, 15 cities. 15 cities. New York has several events itself, Walman Rink. Uh, they're, Central you know, that, Park. Uh, Central Park. Yeah. And they're being held in uh, all Equinox all over the country. We have 17 events just in New York City. Wow. Yes, 17 different days. Yeah. And I believe our, our event is going to be one of the last. Yeah, it is last day. The last our, our one. Last day. Yeah. So it's coming back to Livingston for the day, isn't it? it? Is. Yeah. Coming back yeah. to Livingston. This year it'll be at the Eisenhower uh, Corporate, Corporate Center uh, down by Route 10, the Circle. Um, and we will have a lot of people there. Be able to park. Won't be a problem parking. Complimentary parking. <laughs> and everybody can come in. And the procedure is basically on the ride itself is while Sandy said it was 8 to 5, it's broken up into hourly periods. And um, you ride one to four people on each bike for one hour, depending on what your team wants to do. And we go from 8 to 5. Right. A lot of people don't quite understand that the spinning is symbolic. Mm -hmm. You don't have to spin. You can sit on the bike, wave the towel, you can sing, you can cry, <laughs> you can hug, you can pose for pictures from the many, many media people there. But... You really don't have to be a spinner, it's but if symbolic. you want a workout, you it's possible. It. Yeah. 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 yeah, you can definitely get your yeah. workout in, but you're get not the there for the workout. You're right. there for, for what the cause is. Exactly. Yeah. I had several friends actually last year that were like, oh, I've never been on a spin bike before. Exactly. I just want to come be a cheerleader. And I said, look, I think they say on the website, you can pedal hard or hardly pedal. It's really not That's about funny. that. But I said to them, if you want to come be a cheerleader, that is totally fine. It's not a problem. And they got so wrapped up in everything that was going on and the, the energy and everything that was happening happening that they were like, oh, forget it, I'm getting on the bike. And exactly. every single one of my team members, people that had never been on a spin bike before, people that hadn't exercised in quite some time, every single person ended up getting on a bike and spinning. Exactly. Our so, experience has been that once a person comes to the event, they want to come back. Uh -huh. Well, I was just going to say, because the way the format is, is you have DJs, you mm -hmm. have spin instructors that are on the stage, you have dancers, dancers you have, and then, and then you always, uh, I think, honor somebody to speak. On Jen's bike. Yeah. On Jen's bike, Jen. yeah. Let's talk about idea. Jen's bike, yeah. Clever idea. Hmm. Jen's bike is a bike that's just there to honor Jen, and she's not there, so it's a Jen's bike, and the team, the Cycle for Survival team. Uh, goes to people they feel would like to ride on it, worthy ride on it. Maybe someone who is currently getting treatment. Maybe someone who's survived. Maybe a caregiver, and they ride on that bike as an honor of it's Jennifer. It's an honor, and it's and, an honor of. And it's an honor for us. Invited. Too. It's an honor. Yeah. Who chooses that? The cycle for survival we team does. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't do it. Yeah. We can recommend people, but the cycle for survival team does that. They're the ones who have all the all, all the information. 
And you spoke. Did you speak it? I, I've you. spoken before. I rode on Jen's bike. My mom actually rode on Jen's bike, and my dad rode on Jen's bike last year. And I've spoken twice. I spoke actually in 2020, right before COVID. It was February of 2020. That was the last one that was at Equinox and Summit. And then I spoke last year at the 2022 ride. So I spoke once when my mom was there, and then I spoke last year after my mom had passed away. And so Ellen's, I just want to say, Ellen's Army is named after your mom. Yes, Ellen's Army is named after my mom, Ellen, who was born and raised in Livingston. So the ties are very, very deep. They are very deep because, you know, I went to high school with Brett, your son. And I think, as I said to you, Brett was very smart, and I was the cla- and I was the class clown. So there, there you have it. I, I, I may or may not. I may or may not. We'll see. He needs to be more humble. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I brag about being class clown. So there you have it. Yeah. There you go. Something yeah. that I think is important for people to understand that uh, people of all ages, it's just people bonding to do something and make cancer more manageable. Mm-hmm. And that is a very powerful message. Just come, and we have this commonality here. Everybody's had a cancer Everybody story. has mm-hmm. a story. Yep. Everybody. Everybody and has a story. Among That's true. the people on the bikes are the doctors, are the nurses uh-huh. who have teams. I go into the hospital with the nurses and the technicians all say, oh, they're all wearing the signage yeah. and the shirts, and they say, yeah, and they want to share their story. And so it's just humanity getting together to wipe this disease out. Mm -hmm. So it's very encouraging and it's bittersweet. You know, it's interesting. My wife is an oncologist at Mm -hmm. another hospital and does um, rare cancers Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And what an outlet for the nurses and doctors, Mm -hmm. right? Because when we're in the moment of sickness and Mm -hmm. all that, they are our go-to people, yeah, right? right? They exactly. learn about our families. They learn about, you know, the person that's fighting cancer, and mm-hmm. right. hopefully they survive, and sometimes, unfortunately, they don't. Mm-hmm. So they are, they ride the wave of emotions with the family. Exactly. Yeah. So what exactly. a great day for them to celebrate yeah. them and for them yeah. to be allowed to have the same emotions that we do. Absolutely. You know, they involve the doctors who come to speak. There's a doctor always speaking at every event. Mm-hmm. They fight to come to these things. That's I mean, right. They really want to come. Because, <laughs> That's amazing. Because they really appreciate what they're getting from this. Without this, a lot of the research would not be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and um, it's, it's, it's quite amazing. They, they have so many different things. For instance, in Jennifer's case, uh, as I said, when Jennifer was diagnosed, it was such a rare cancer. It still is such a rare cancer. But at least now there are options. And she had no options. And the options came because of Psycho for Survival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's just hers. I mean, there are so many other cases. And there are some cancers that have been eradicated already. Yep. And they did tell us, a number of people at the hospital have already told us, and maybe you've heard it from your wife, that uh, in the next medical generation, maybe 30, 40 years, mm-hmm. cancer will be a manageable disease. In good part to organizations like Cycle for mm-hmm. Survival. Yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, it I is. mean, it's well, a lot, you know, it's getting steadily. there. Yeah. Not fast enough for people. <laughs> of course, it's, never, it's, it's never, never fast, fast yeah. enough. Yeah. Exactly. It's never it fast enough. Coming. It's definitely coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a legacy for your daughter. For your daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's we had a million people participate in Cycle for Survival already. A million people. It's unreal. And so it's a community. It's a huge, growing, exploding community that's making this happen. Mm-hmm. And... Well, Jennifer would love to giggle and, and know 
she would also understand that she couldn't have done it without without everyone's help. No, she's assistance. always said that. She, yeah, when she started this, she said it's not about her. No, not about and her. It's not about her. She knew that her time was on this earth was yeah. limited, and it was not going to be about her. So if we did that, then there's no point in us going this far. So that's why we have rare cancers, not just sarcoma, which is what took her life. It's rare cancers. And um, mm -hmm. that's what the focus is. And it's really changed Even in, in so many different ways. In, in leukemia, there are now, I think, three or four drugs that have just mm -hmm. been approved over mm -hmm. the last couple of years that would not have been approved at the Venice. initial, you know, they don't, I should say, Psycho for Survival can't raise the kind of money to develop drugs itself. But it can get to the research that goes to the drug companies to say, hey, look what we've got. Now you develop mm -hmm. the drugs and they can. Without this Psycho for Survival, the doctors tell us, not me telling you, the doctors telling us, this never would happen. Right. Remember, any, any, any good idea starts from one person, mm -hmm. no, right? So while you say, Jen, it, it is about everybody else, but a good idea starts at one person. A great idea becomes great because of many. Yeah. That's so, great. I love that. You know. Very philosophical. Thank yeah, you. I, I know. I think, <laughs> I, think I just started something. You might have. Yeah. You might want to like, trademark that or something. Yeah. There's a patent here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, people are often asking us, how may we help? People are always calling on the phone. They want to volunteer. They want to do this. They want to do that. That was perfect the first year we started. Mm -hmm. The second year, perhaps. Now we're very blessed in that Memorial Sloan Kettering owns and operates the event. They have a designated fund from philanthropic money that pays all our overhead. So people ask, how do you put on these elaborate, fantastic mm -hmm. events if 100% of the money is earmarked for the lab? It's because we don't pay for all of the setup. Mm -hmm. Uh, the hospital takes care of that. But any money that we get donated goes directly for research. Right. People should know that. You mentioned um, about the teens picking up the slack, and I'm going to talk to Melissa about this because this is what impressed me about Melissa is being so young and being so philanthropic. Oh, thank you. And I think, um, to me, that's so hopeful for the younger generation is people like you who are out there and trying to make a difference, mm -hmm. um, whatever your reasons are, right. um, to do that. But I think it's so, um, it just gives me hope. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at my kids who don't right now know about community and they do they're watching you model they're watching me but <laughs> yes, you know what are. i'm saying like you know if i they don't have causes yet right, right? you seem um to be committed. It's, it, it committed yeah. in you and do you want to i want you to speak about that yeah absolutely so i mean i got involved with cycle for survival my mom was first diagnosed in 2011 and at the time i was at livingston high school and her diagnosis was you know stage 1 everything is going to be fine you're going to have a lumpectomy you're going to have some radiation and you're going to be fine and we ended up hitting that 5 year mark where they say you're cancer free you're officially in remission and we thought that that was just like a blip in our radar and we could go on living our lives. And her cancer kind of came back with a vengeance in 2018, summer of 2018, right around my 25th birthday. And, you know, like you said, that's my journey. That's why I'm involved. But there's not a person out there, unfortunately, that hasn't been touched by cancer in some way, big or small. And I just think that for me personally, you know, when my mom was here and she was fighting, 
and I, you know, you want so badly to be able to help, but I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, I'm very limited in what I can do, but I felt like what I can do is I can put as much money as I possibly can in the hands of the doctors and the scientists, and that just at least made me feel like I was doing something because it's the most frustrating and helpless feeling when you feel like there's nothing you can do. So that was just my small way of contributing, and look, I just feel like we all talked about how you know our Livingston roots are very, very deep, and I think that despite what people like to say about Livingston, it's an incredible town, it's an incredible community, and I was beyond fortunate to grow up here. And you know, my my closest friends in my life right now, despite going to college and living in New York City, are still my friends from Livingston, and I just feel like there's no point in being blessed and fortunate if you don't pay it forward in some small way. It's like, what's the point of, I I just, you know, it just feels like, it feels like it's my responsibility as somebody who grew up in a community like this and somebody who grew up blessed. It feels like a responsibility, not in a bad way, in a good way. It feels like a responsibility to give back. It's such a mature answer. Oh, thank you. I mean, it really is because, you know, I've been unfortunate and have lost, you know, my sister and my mom Mm -hmm. to cancer. And, um, you know, it, there's something uh, in the in the grieving in the mourning mm-hmm. that sort of for certain people you grow power. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. You get empowered by it because yep. you say, you know what, you've one shot. Yeah. And you watch someone you love go through something so tragic, and you say, I'm not going to just stand there and watch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do something with it, and yep. I'm going to empower myself, and I'm going to do pay it, whether it's paying it forward, whatever you choose to do, but mm-hmm. there's something that with, and I think it's amazing at your young age that you, um, that you, that's what you're doing. Thank you. But I, I have to bring up $5 Fridays yes. for those of you, <laughs> I have to bring it up because it's so, it's so amazing. That's how I connected with Melissa. Yes. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, and maybe aren't on the Livingston L town Facebook group mm-hmm. every Friday, there's little Melissa posting <laughs> it's $5 Fridays, which means you can Venmo her for five, $5. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about that. Yeah. So I, I love $5 Fridays. They're like my little child. So I, <laughs> I got involved with Livingston neighbors, helping neighbors in 2020. I had moved back home. It was the height of COVID. I moved back home in March of 2020. I like packed my little suitcase and thought I was coming home for two weeks. And six months later, I was still home. So it was the summer of 2020. I want to say it was probably around May. And the news was so depressing and there were so many people that were having such a hard time. There were like businesses were closed everywhere. If you were a waiter or waitress, a bartender, a nail technician, a hairstylist, any of those jobs that you couldn't do remotely, those people were really, really struggling and I couldn't sit there. I just couldn't sit there. You know, I was working my corporate job from home. I was so blessed to be able to do that. But again, it's like, what are you doing if you're not like, you have to give back. And I didn't know where to start. And a friend of mine connected me with Stacey Rubenstein, my mentor, who I love so much. I love her so much. She's probably embarrassed right now. She's listening to this. She would hate this. And sometimes I just say, Stacey, you got to take it because you deserve it. Um, But I was connected with her. And what I started out doing was... Stacy would give me the addresses of families who had, you know, consented to have their address shared and she said these people could really use groceries. 
and I would put on my mask and my gloves and I would go to Costco and do a giant shop and drop it off at these people's homes. And they were so grateful and it was so sweet. One time I dropped off... um, just like a bunch of groceries and there were chocolate chip muffins in there. And this little girl, when she saw chocolate chip muffins, did a dance. Like you would think I just delivered her like a pot of gold. And it was just, they were so grateful and so appreciative and I felt good and they felt good. And I did this for a couple weeks and then I would do it on a larger scale. I would just go, I would, I would collect money via social media, take it to Costco. Sometimes I would drop it off at individuals' homes and sometimes I would just drop off a ton of stuff at Stacy's house. Stacy lives in my neighborhood and I would just leave it all at her house and let her distribute it as needed. And this went on for a while. And then I said to myself, look, a lot of people are struggling financially right now. Even those people that still, like, it, when I look back at the summer of 2020, it feels like a fever dream. I can't even believe what was going on. <laughs> sure does. So I said, you know, this isn't sustainable. I think my first fundraise, I raised like $2,000, which gets you a ton of groceries at Costco. But I said, people are not just going to keep giving me money all the time. And it's not fair to keep asking them for money all the time. So how can I make this a little bit more sustainable. And eventually, I was also going to go back to my apartment in New York City. So how could I do this in such a way that I could keep participating even from New York City? So I started $5 Fridays, where I ask people, I post an L-Town Lowdown almost every Friday. I do skip a Friday here or there to just give people a little bit of a break. Um, But I will say, our supporters are so loyal that very often, even on the Fridays that I don't post, I still get a Venmo on That's my incredible. phone. It's beyond. It's incredible. And then sometimes people will be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I missed last Friday. And they'll send me 10 or $15. And I said, it's okay if you skip a Friday. But people are so loyal and so incredible. So I started $5 Fridays. I post on various Livingston Facebook pages and I just say, hey, Venmo me. If you have $2 sitting in your Venmo balance, I will take it. Whatever you have hanging out in your Venmo, you want to send me $5, whatever it is. And all of that money goes into a separate bank account, and then I use it to purchase ShopRite and Aldi gift cards, and I send them to Stacy and the other members of the Livingston Neighbors Helping Neighbors Board, and they are able to distribute them as needed. And it's really nice because it, as nice as it was that I was going grocery shopping for these people and dropping off food at their house, how empowering is it to be able to go into a grocery store and buy what you and your family want? And maybe there's like a food, maybe you're having a holiday coming up, maybe there's something specific to your culture that I wouldn't necessarily know to buy. How empowering to be able to just go to the grocery store and check out with those gift cards, and it's incredible. And it gives them a sense of independence. Yep, of Even pride, no matter what they're, yeah, no matter what they're going. That's that's incredible. I mean, you should be so proud of yourself. Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, seriously, it. right? I mean, Absolutely. at 29, I was not doing that. <laughs> let's just let's be honest. Thank I was not you. doing that. I feel a very deep connection and loyalty to this community. People joke, I'm not joking, that I want to be the mayor one day. I, you should really be the mayor first. People think I should. I don't you know. Should this town be. would get turned upside down pretty quickly. I think that's yeah. fine. I think yeah. that's fine. But yeah. I, I mean, I, I do. I Are really... we rolling out my campaign right now? We might be. Yeah. Uh, you heard it here Blum, first. Heidi Blum for mayor. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really do feel such a deep connection and loyalty to this community. I don't think that I would be where I am today without this community. Um, and I just feel like it's just so easy. It's, it's not hard. You know, it's just to get yourself involved. It's not hard. It's not hard. And what you say about the community is why I'm still here. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm a little bit older than you. Just a little. Tiny bit. Only a couple right? years. But it's probably why you're still here. Yeah. yeah we're here you know, that's years. why we yeah. can't move. Yeah. 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 You, you, are gone. There's, yeah. But we but love it, town. You know, you hope that 
other towns have that same sense of community, mm -hmm. right? Is I that this town, for some whatever it is, you go through something bad, mm -hmm. the town is there. You. Yeah. you go through something good, the town is with you. Yeah. And we have this, for whatever this town is, yeah. and whatever the reputations it has other places, yeah. this town, people, people, <laughs> yeah, we're cheerleaders, we and we rally, yeah. and we lift each other up, and so, okay, let's get back to the, the nitty gritty of Cycle for Survival. Yes. The, oh, wait. What what about the Bonvinis event? Oh, yeah, yes. let's talk about Bonvinis. So I'm sure the people that are listening to this podcast, if you're listening to the Food Czar, you know that Bonvinis is back, and we're so excited that Bonvinis is back, and they are helping support us in our Cycle for Survival ride, and on... Uh, Thursday, April 27th, they will be hosting a fundraiser in conjunction with Ellen's Army, and all pizza pie sales from that night, a, per, a percentage of those sales will be donated to Ellen's Army's Cycle for Survival deliver team. Or pick up. Either or, deliver okay. or pick up, it doesn't matter, and if you haven't had Bonvini's yet, oh my God, this is the night to try it, it will change your life, and if you have had Bonvini's, then you know how good it is, and you should just order some pizza. But it's so cool that a brand new local restaurant is supporting our Cycle for survival ride and it just goes to show you the ties to the community and how businesses are helping charities or helping people and it's just that that's Livingston it's, for you. That's Livingston for you. I think you just took my food czar job I'm by really the way. Sorry. I mean, no, you really, you did I'm such a nice assistant. job. I'm, yeah. I'm learning from you. Well, it's I'm good. I'm I can not, hand it off I'm to you. It's fine. Do you need me. an intern? I do. Okay, okay I'm available. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> good. Shake hands on that. Boom, right, boom, perfect. Boom. Yeah. So cycle for survival takes place only in Livingston on May 6th. Correct. So if you are around, because I'm not on a team this year, but I may come just to watch mm -hmm. and feel energized. And I hope feel, you do too. I hope so too. I think I need to cheerlead a little I bit. I think you should. Yeah. But even a costume. Uh, wear a costume. See, anything goes. <laughs> anything goes. Um, but if we you cannot color. attend the event on May 6th in Livingston, you can still donate. And it's very, 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 very important that you enjoy this podcast and share it with a friend. Yes. yes. And Sandy just, that was her slamming her hand on the table <laughs> very powerfully. So I'm afraid of her. So yes. I would listen I'm to that. I'm wearing my boxing gloves. I'm going to yes. for me. That's right. You yes. always do. Yes. Cancer's butt, right? Yeah, right. That's exactly. it. Exactly. It was well, Jen's idea. I also, love it. People are going to make donations. Please designate it that it goes to Cycle for Survival because that's where the 100% goes to research and not directly to the hospital itself. Yes, that's very right. important. So if you were going to donate... I'm repeating it because it's important. It goes to cycleforsurvival.org. Mm -hmm. Click on Cycle for Survival. That's where your money's going to go, and 100% mm -hmm. of those proceeds go to research. I actually went to one of the rides in the city. I was invited, and I have to say, I think they're the... The Livingston ride is so, 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 so special. And I think that's because a lot of people, first of all, so many people there know Jen. I feel like I know Jen, yep. even though I never met her. And I just think that it's like, um, it's like the inaugural, I don't think that's the it's right the word. It's the flagship. It's the flagship. It's Thank the flagship, you. yeah. It's, what a gift, right? I mean, it's really, it's something that keeps you going. It's something Absolutely. that, yeah. It's sort of keeps like Keeps Jen alive. Yeah. Keeps Jen alive. Jennifer yeah. didn't think that we would have anything to do in our retirement. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're the two <laughs> yeah, busiest so people busy. I know. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's something meaningful. And I talk to her every day, and I mm -hmm. think you might too. I do. And we every promise her we do whatever we could, and as long as we could. Right. And she's always saying, Mom, work harder, faster, smarter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we try. 
You do. You do. You don't try. You do. Yeah. You should be, I mean, all all three of you, it's like so uh, nice to sit with you and talk about it because it, it really feels good, and like I said, it's a community within a community that, you know, it's growing and building and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let's wrap it up, shall we? Awesome, let's do it. I think so. Yeah. Okay, Melissa Eisen, you are the hope of our, of the future <laughs> oh, of our children. Yeah, the, 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 new, the new hope. Yeah. No, I mean, seriously, I think what you do is incredible. Thank you. And the Goodmans. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much thank for having thank us. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate your time and your stories and your passion. I mean, that's the most important. So thank you. Thank you. Yay. If you are hearing this message, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I'm truly grateful for you and this opportunity. The purpose of the Behind the Counter podcast is to bring food, people, and community together. I hope you'll return for more episodes and explore with me. I want to personally thank Fran Linnell of Design 68 for my amazing behind-the-counter podcast logo and Travis Lomberg for my awesome behind-the-counter music and all the guests that take their time to sit and talk with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please leave a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you hear your podcasts. If you'd like to support the Behind the Counter podcast, please subscribe share with your friends and family, and you can follow me on Instagram at Heidi Blum. If you have any feedback or stories that you want to share, you can email me at foodsrbtc at gmail.com.